Podcasts. Yeah. All right. Hello, and welcome to Xbox Tavern's X Pod Tavern, episode 110th. On this wonderful Sunday evening, we're here to give you all the Xbox news and gaming goodness. And uh, I'm joined by MPV Graham. Hello. Hello, MPV Graham. How are you on this wonderful Sunday evening? I am good, thank you. And yourself? I am tremendous. Spiffing, some might say. Spiffing. Yeah. <laughs> Although also, I might oh, become a bit more murderous if I hear any more of that fucking dubstep. <laughs> you know you love the dubstep. This is the problem with Scottish Gruffs Away, the dubstep will play and play all night long, it will. Um but we're not not just the pair of us, we've also got the one, the only special guest Pete rejoining <laughs> us. How are you special guest Pete? <laughs> I thought I'd did you enjoy that? Oh, I loved it. Uh, podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Hello everyone. Thank you. I'm back. <laughs> Welcome back, welcome back. Yes, WM. Uh, yeah, I wanted to do a little, little something different with this. Uh, begin Xbox Tavern's X-Pod Tavern episode 110 on this wonderful Sunday evening, which we do every week at Sunday evening at 8pm. Yes. Nice. Thank you very much, gentlemen. That's a good ish. I appreciated that one. Um, so, uh, we, without further ado, should we get into the week's gaming goodness and news? Let's dive in. Let's dive in, indeed. Uh, and the top story we've got this week is... Phil Spencer recently had an Xbox on interview with um, Charlie, I think I forget her name now. Um, and part of this new story that came out of it is that they have supposedly some golden eye type reveals planned over the coming months ahead of a major product showcase in June. Um, so I'll just read this bit from VGC quickly. It says, last month, the platform holder held the first Xbox and Bethesda developer underscore direct digital event where it announced Minecraft Legends, Redfall release dates, Forza, blah, 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 blah. Uh, it was also confirmed to host a product showcase uh, in Los Angeles in June. Um, but like I said, in the recent interview with Xbox on, Spencer was asked if there are any other big reveals planned before the Shamus showcase. Um, and he says, so a lot of our focus right now is on the showcase in June, but there's some news that's coming out, he replied. Uh, like, you know, like we did the GoldenEye announcement. I'm thinking like, you know, GoldenEye type announcements. <laughs> um, I, I don't know if you could have well, phrased that a bit better there, Phil. Um, yeah. But yes, it's basically saying more stuff's coming to Game Pass, probably a quick re- announcement. But the way I read it was that we're going to get more sort of retro style comebacks, perhaps. Um, I mean, we've already had a re- like Perfect Dark's already in for Rare Replay, but perhaps something along the lines of more Banjo-Kazooie or maybe like a proper up stuff for Perfect Dark. What do you think there, Grayman? Let's get to you first. Uh, well, yeah, that's what they're, they're saying. They're going to bring back some more old classics then it just depends how they do it because i mean goldeneye got a bit stiff on the xbox with no kind of online multiplayer so if they're going to bring back single player games then it's not going to matter so much so mm. like a banjo kazooie's and ones like that they sort of redo those and up stuff those then yeah i'm sure people are going to love that mm. if they're going to do any kind of multiplayer like diddy kong racing or any kind of those kind of games they're just going to drown if they're not going to be online because They'll be fun for a bit, but without online play, they'll just suffer the same way. Yeah, I'm wondering if I'm trying to think as you're talking, if they might have, I mean, Rare Replay sort of covered most of their bases, but I'm wondering if, are there any other studios you can think of that might have titles from around that sort of era that we could see sort of drop back into into modern gaming? Pete, you got any answers while Graham has, I think? No, I, 
I was just trying to think while you two were just talking about I mean, GoldenEye was a game that everyone's been kind of clamouring after for the last, I don't know, 20 years to bring to kind of modern-day consoles, and we finally got it. I don't know another title that kind of has that calling. I mean, the, um, the obvious answer is uh, Burning Rangers Remaster. <laughs> Sega Saturn. Um, Maybe, yeah. But, um, yeah, because most old games are now accessible on new consoles, like mm. games like DuckTales and all that malarkey. Like you said, you've got Rare Replay, you've got the Mega Drive collections always on there. So, unless they dip into the kind of the OG Xbox era, get a bit of, you know, Rainbow Six on there, um, yeah. like the OG one, you know. Um, maybe Halo 1 remastered, that kind of thing. I don't know. Um, not too sure. I don't really have any ideas in my head what they could do to be there. Yeah, it's well, not that they haven't already come. What they've already covered. I mean, there's so exactly, much stuff that's yeah. already been redone, remade, or just put into sort of um, like classics that have been brought back or as like bundles that they usually do. Hmm. It's hard to think of uh, any kind of series or big game that's left that hasn't had that kind of done about it my mind was was going uh, running through things i'd like to play and i was like oh quake oh, no, i've already done quake oh, yeah that's, uh, i had quake in my head as well yeah may, maybe uh, something along the lines of unreal tournament perhaps or uh, i'm trying to think of some other first person shooters that i would like you said pete rainbow six obviously was, was quite a big one that we can't really play <laughs> you can <anymore>. come. <laughs> i mean i'm pretty sure the originals are already on there as well um yeah so i mean uh, before maybe, maybe shows, this is where Nintendo first-party titles finally come to an Xbox platform. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe yeah. we'll see the original Mario Bros. on the Xbox. Who you knows? Know what? A man can dream, eh? A man can dream. Yeah. yeah I so think Sony would get super wet if that happened. Yeah. Oh, you can't take away our Call of Duty and not give us Mario as well. Ah. Yeah, I mean, I don't think we'll see Mario, but I mean, maybe like a, a Metroid or a Star Fox, maybe? Ones that Nintendo, Nintendo IPs could do the boost, you know? So maybe a game like that, you never know. And like Again, what you're thinking. Yeah, I mean, like Graham already mentioned, something like Diddy Kong Racing, they've still got that mm. rare lineage. It's obviously a Nintendo game, though. But something like that would be nice to see on, on yeah, the, but I don't the think... more powerful console. Yeah, I don't think, because uh, they remade Crash Bandicoot Racing, didn't they? And that, although it was good, obviously... It didn't really have the user base for it to kind of really kind of take off. And I think like I think no. Graham mentioned about Goldeneye, like because it didn't have online, yeah, everyone completed it in a couple of days and then yeah, okay, bye. You know. Don't play it again. No, yeah, so... I mean it's hard without that online multiplayer. So, I mean a lot of the games you are thinking about that you miss playing, most of them tend to be multiplayer ones. But it's whether they can make that work. Yeah, that's that that is obviously the biggest thing that we're missing really from um from GoldenEye's online multiplayer for the Xbox side. Obviously, it's got it on the Switch. Um, perhaps even that could be something that they've they announced. They finally worked out how to go through the red tape and get multiplayer, and you can play with Switch with Xbox. That would be a good start. Um, and again, it's it's sort of a. Uh, I'm struggling to think what because when he specifies it being as a GoldenEye type thing, your mind instantly goes to well, old shooters or old mm. N64 games Retro or old games, Dreamcast. Yeah. Or, but I mean, it could easily mean something along the lines of a surprise drop like Hi-Fi Rush. So brand new, smaller titles from studios they already got out there or third party studios or, you know, blast from the past, as it were. 
Um, I mean, the the options are endless, really, especially you know, with game. Pass. Maybe the new Elder Scrolls. Game. They'll just drop it. And go here's the Elder Scrolls. There you go. <laughs> I, I mean, can you imagine? Yeah. That, I think that would break the internet. That would if the sound just suddenly dropped. Can you imagine if his comparison of a golden eye like announcement was actually <laughs> Starfield? That would be a massive now. troll. So, well, yeah, it's almost the same as Goldeneye. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see. Like I said, before June, he said it's gonna they're gonna have another showcase of these supposed golden eye style announcements. Um, and yeah, we'll find out soon. And then we obviously got the showcase in June. We're still waiting for the showcase of Starfield as well. Which uh, there was a did we talk about a date for that? Like a rumored date of like March sometime was it? Wasn't that Redfall? No, the, the Redfall had the May release date, but I'm on about the, yeah. the actual showcase that they're going to show off. Oh, no, and, and I'm sure someone, there was a rumour somewhere saying some point in March, which obviously we're now in, so we might get yeah. that very soon as well. Um, yeah, hopefully uh, we'll get some more information very, very soon indeed. Uh, gentlemen, should we move on to the next story, please? Yeah, good for it. Yep. Nice. Nice. Uh, let's get a bit of a sad one out of the way, shall we? I know Graham will be disappointed. I'm pretty sure Pete's a big fan of this one as well. Uh, Telltale Games has delayed yeah. The Wolf Among Us 2 to 2024. Um, I think that was one, if I remember rightly, Greg, that was one of your, when we did the early year show, one, something you were particularly picked out as something you're looking forward to, uh, and now it's been pushed back. Yeah, of the sort of the Telltale ones, that was the one that probably stuck with me the most as a sort of the most interesting kind of concept in the story. I mean, is it sort of using fairy tales as such to tell a bit of a gruesome gritty detective story it's quite funny yeah so yeah i like i like that the style of how it did it so i was just mm. super intrigued to see how they carried that on but obviously keep that <laughs> on a rain check for that one until yeah. next year gonna have to keep that yeah hold, hold fire on that one pete did you ever play the wolf among us oh i did it was great it was um it was like they did dark disney before disney did you know and they yeah. did it better than disney you know <laughs> yeah, I, yeah it was... without so many spoilers the end of episode one where a certain character's head just rolls on the floor is that like, what the fuck yeah and there's also <laughs> that uh the nudity scene i'm like holy sh- what <laughs> like you know one of the <laughs> It blew my mind that, but that was a really good game. You know, it was, it's it's not quite as good as Walking Dead, but it's definitely, I think, probably in the top three Telltale games. I mean, for me. there's no classic the characters. Like it doesn't Kenny have Kenny. Kenny. Is already a million percent better. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I'll just read their statement very quickly. Uh, they say that we've made a difficult decision to delay The Wolf Among Us 2 out of 2023. Uh, we started working on this in 2020 and we're still determined to tell the ongoing story of Bigby and the rest of Fable Town Gang. However, it is going to require more time. As disappointing as you are hearing this, we feel worse having to say it. Uh, we're committed to delivering the sequel of fans to live and doing what's right for the game while protecting the health of our team. Yeah, um, can't I, get I mean, yeah, so, yeah, like all these delays, take your time. Get a decent game out there get rather it, right. than rushing it and and you know hurting anyone or getting anyone to do stupid hours and sleeping under their desks and all that bullshit they used to do back in the day. Um, but it's still a shame, yeah. obviously, that we're not going to get to play it this year. But hopefully, it'll be worth the wait in the long run. Yeah, so, yeah I mean, exactly. you know, your hype isn't really a thing anymore, is it? So I don't. Obviously, we're seeing so many cancellations, the delays, delays, delays. Like, I don't think people really care anymore. Like you just said, just just make it good, release it. You know exactly release it and if it's good it doesn't matter as Miyamoto once said you know a delayed game is forever bad uh, sorry a rush game is forever bad a delayed game is eventually good or something along those lines yeah it always gets <laughs> butchered carry on with that um yeah so that's a bit of a shame but let's get on to to a good story now shall we a nice positive one gentlemen yeah. Fortnite. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can see Grand Eyes rolling already. Um, it's a new season starts soon. They they brought the new date for the, the next season. Uh, was it chapter two, eight, seven, forty-five, whatever it is? Um, forward a few days. It's supposed to end on the thirteenth of March, I think, but it's now ending on the eighth. Uh, and there's been some leaks regarding the new season, including a possible first-person mode, like fully first-person rather than just some of the weapons, um, which I'm not overly sold on. I, I, don't, I know you're not a big fan, Greg, but Pete, would you play Fortnite in first-person? Do you know what? When I read this earlier, I was like, no. But then I just and it just dawned me, fishing in first-person. I mean, you've oh, got to do me. it at least once. I mean, you've got to do it at least once, right? You know, you've got to have at least a bit of fishing. You know, everybody gather around the lake. Fishing out your weapons, fishing out your items, keeping Ian super duper happy. You know, he loves it. Um, yes, yeah, so again, only a rumor, but possibly a first person. Yeah. As mode, long as which... it doesn't replace the no build mode, then I, can yeah, that's what I was about to say. Yeah, we want to keep no build, so we could we could end up with full build, no build, full build, first person, full build, no per, uh, third yeah. person. I mean, it's going to end up wildly. The last time I played Fortnite, the UI was so messy, so they need to clean it up if they're going to add a, like a third kind of thing to it. Yeah, they have tidied up the menus up quite a bit. Um, and I've actually been playing some more. We'll talk a little bit more about that later on. But there's there's another reason I bought Fortnite up, not just because I think it's one of the best multiplayer games out there in a the minute. Um, a little game called Resident Evil 4 was coming out very soon at the end of this month or towards the end of the month. And it looks like it's there's been, been another, <laughs> another collaboration with Fortnite and Resident Evil. So according to Dixerto here, they've found a rumour that... Um, Claire and Leon are finally going to be coming to the wonderful uh, multiplayer game, which will join Chris and Jill, Hunk. who have already been on there. Yeah, no hunts just yet, or no tofu or anything yet, unfortunately. But uh, it looks like we could be in there. Yeah, so there was a, a tweet went from this person named Hypex, who seems to be doing all of the Fortnite leaks, uh, literally saying Leon, Kennedy, and Claire Redfield are coming to the item shop in season two, according to the same source that contacted them and told them about uh, the other bits and pieces that we've already mentioned. Um, I would be very excited, obviously, to see this. I tend to avoid spending real-life money on V-Bucks, but if I haven't got enough by that point, I think I might end up dipping into my Microsoft Rewards points and uh, uh, picking a few up because, I'm, uh, unfortunately, I'm that exactly that kind of sucker at the minute. <laughs> I go for that. Not normally my sort of thing. Uh, Pete, I know that Resident Evil doesn't do anything for you, but are you going to jump back into the new season when it starts in a few days? Uh Maybe we'll see, but I mean, just going back to obviously, you know, the, the new characters. I mean, what I would say about free to play games is if you're enjoying it, there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to chuck a few pennies at it, just you know, because you can, yeah. kind of thing. If there's something you like, mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, I did a little bit for the, the Dragon Ball Z content, and obviously, now you know, I've just made those my kind of <laughs> make sure I only use those skins now so I can tell my money's worth. But um, yeah, I might jump back in now. Obviously, it's been a while because I, I, I sent you a clip a few weeks ago, didn't I? Of me getting a dinner with Harry, um, yeah. and then uh, yeah, didn't play it again. So it, maybe we'll see. Because because I work quite a lot of nights now, it's uh, games like Fortnite tend to kind of get pushed to the wayside. Yeah, that's fair enough. And what about yourself, Grade? Can anything tempt you to try a new season of Fortnite? Uh, arranging a time that where it's all playing, I'm gonna be playing that shit solo. So, yeah, <laughs> you just know, give me a uh, shout, arrange. mate. I'm always on, I'm always on. Just shout, I'll play <laughs> anytime, any day. <laughs> but no, not interested oh. in the resi content until they bring the real heroes like um, Forest, 
or Carlos, yeah. I think his name is the one that goes yeah. terrible demons. <laughs> See, you know the Resident Evil Lord just as well as I do. Yeah, <laughs> only the first one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, I'm very excited to check out the new season. Like I said, they brought it for you forward a couple of days, um, and you've got until the eighth to go on there and get uh, supercharge XP, buff it right up. Um, they've done that as a, a sort of a make good for not giving people a few less days to do it. So, uh, I'll just talk about that quickly. Get out of the way. I've been playing a lot of Fortnite the last couple of days just to try and get my levels up. I managed to get level 100 first time. I was about to say, before, did you get the Doom Guy? The full 100. <laughs> so, I've got Doom Guy, I've got the whatever that character is for level 100, but I also unlocked the Witcher skin, which will please Ross. Ah, nice. I managed to make, pull that off last night and I got and I got a win as well. It was a very eventful evening last night. <laughs> um, so yeah, I've, I've I've been loving it. I think it's brilliant. Still, I had a quick game before we started here this evening to to nudge me over to the hundred, and here we are. And we're ready to, ready for season two. Getting ready for a bit of more Resident Evil content. Hopefully, it'd be nice if they included. You know, like when they did the Dragon Ball stuff, they had like the Kame House and stuff. It'd be mm. nice if they include like the Spencer Mansion somewhere. And you, you could jump yeah. in and run I, around it. And... I imagine they had to. Um pay a lot of money for the Dragon Ball license and hence probably why they went all in on these right let's do this and that and that and that whereas Resident Evil's like yeah you can have a character score and do it yeah it's fine yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we get all the locations just yeah it's fine yeah yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah we'll, we'll see what happens oh excuse me we'll see what happens with the, the new season and the new uh Resident Evil stuff hopefully speaking of Resident Evil sorry gentlemen I told you March is going to be mad for Resident Evil um Capcom Capcom has uh, announced a new event for next week oh let me find my mouse sorry there we go According to uh, good old BGC, the lovely people over there, they've got a 26-minute digital event next week featuring various upcoming games. It'll be on Thursday the 9th of March at 2.30 uh, <laughs> p.m. PT or 10.30 p.m. GMT, which I believe Ish. is our time. Ish. Yeah. Um, with the pre-show 20 minutes earlier, they're going to focus on Resident Evil 4, Exo Primal, Monster Hunter Rise, Mega Man Battle Network, Legacy Collection, and Ghost Trick Phantom Detective. I mean, of all of them games, there's only really one that anyone's going to pay attention to, but you know, it'd be interesting, 26 minutes. I was going to say, uh, that's, that's, that's their full catalogue, isn't it? <laughs> in the 20 minute pre shows, they've got I mean, uh, say Street Fighter in there as well. I was gonna say, yeah, they've got Street Fighter uh, on, yeah. on June the 2nd, and I imagine there'll be some sort of mention of that. Of, Maybe like an open beta or, or demo, or I don't know if they've already done some of that. I must admit, I'm not paying too much attention to the old Street Fighters. Uh, but yeah, I just wanted to mention that. I don't, I'm not going to ask anyone for any opinions unless you really want to delve any, <laughs> any out because I'm sure you haven't got much. I mean, you've, yeah. you've got me pumped for a 26 minute Street Fighter. Uh, oh, yeah, now. can't wait. Can't exactly wait. 26. Oh. I, well, well, earlier, what I was going to say earlier, obviously, you said about the Gold Knight, the Gold Knight now, but maybe they're going to bring Street Fighter 1 over. No, have you seen the very first one? It's diabolical. <laughs> same the same as Goldeneye, you know. You know what I mean? No, yeah. not, I mean it's not quite <laughs> the same level. Yeah, I, I believe. Yeah, but yeah, I think that's already in a collection somewhere as first, well. Anyway, first Mortal Kombat, first Street Fighter. Okay. You know, first Mortal Kombat. Get this, get this new generation. Get this new generation gamers to feel the pain that we felt. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Well, then go further back than that. Whip out some of those bloody. Um, Commodore classics or um, Atari I'm not sure we need to Amstrad. No one needs to be punished like that. We've, we've moved well past them days. Can't even be able to put a disc in anymore. And I fucking winding up tapes and loading like eight tapes to <laughs> launch a shitty game. The, the, the quadruple floppy disk loading. <laughs> the ear piercing uh, loading screens, yeah. And all the crazy colours coming. <laughs> oh, but to be uh, fair, Commodore had some of the most banging tracks that are still hard to beat. 
yeah yeah well maybe we'll hear some of them one day maybe you could show us uh on a podcast or perhaps an xbox to have an after dark episode <gasps> you can find next i don't have to mention the game crack out you listen to some of the tracks on that game on call 64 they're bangers they're better than the bloody dubstep i'd rather have those tracks <laughs> well we'll see what we can do for next week for you um i think that's probably going to cu- cut us for the news i don't really want to talk about activision blizzard again if that's all right with you lot um oh. and yeah that's about it really I how think will so. xbox survive i mean how will they i will will they survive? I don't, why, that's the question why, why is it a survival thing because it's well I mean, this is this is this is my thing sorry we're going to get to it no we're going to get we're going to get into it going like, the, well, most surprising, the most surprising yeah. thing about that this news is that it was talked about in the first place <laughs> you know i don't think anyone doubted microsoft's xbox would exist if it didn't go through so I'm not too sure why he had to come out and say that. That's the only odd thing for me about that story. Well, yeah, the, the, as I an odd sidestep a... of that, did you not? I think there was a, a rumor of Sony looking at Take Two or whatever. Yeah, I, that's got to be uh, that's, just as much yeah, nonsense. I, I, yeah, I think uh, some of the wonderful people on the wonderful Twitter burst uh, just spout the eyes oh, utter bullshit just to get attention and. Try and be like, well, if they do this and they have to, no, just shut up, you fucking cunts. Just fucking play your video games and enjoy yourself. Take two, got anyway. Take two, GTA. That's not GTA, WWE, NBA. Oh yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh. Yeah. We don't get that. It's a load box. Um. Yeah. The long and the short of it is, someone asked him. I think. Will Xbox still exist when if it doesn't work? And he said yes. And then everybody's gone. He said they will exist. We don't want no panic. It's only because someone asked a stupid question they got a stupid answers. Like, uh, anyway, I mean, when up. when was the first Xbox released? Two thousand something. Two thousand was it? Two thousand one. There you go. There you go. Right. Anyway, that's enough of that fucking Activision Blizzard stuff for this week. I'm sure we'll get more next week and the week after and the week after until the end of time <laughs> at this fucking yeah. rate. It's getting more painful than COVID. Let's <laughs> call it the COVID deal. Yes, it's. Oh, it's oh, you think God. it's come around and then bloody a new story, a new variation has come through can't even fucking get vaccinated for it to try and bounce off the news it just defines me and gets in my eyeballs the way to vaccinate is just just to block any word on twitter about it if you follow it on twitter just block the words activision blizzard takeover just block all those words and then your timeline will be cleansed pull the plug out the internet just turn it off exactly don't live in a forest somewhere until it's all blood done with and blown over yeah yeah. Anyone else got any news that they saw this week they'd like to bring up, or should we move on to the old pluggles? No. Uh, no, I don't think there's anything else massively of interest in there. Good. Yeah, again, it was a bit, a little bit of a shorter news-style week this week, really. We don't need to get into too much too in-depth right now. Um, so let's let's give a, a quick plug to our good friends at Insert Coin, then, shall we? InsertCoinClothing.com. Yeah. They provide lots of wonderful clothes that we like to wear all the time, including... I've got a lovely jumper here. I don't know if you can see that nice wipeout jumper. What have you got on there, Pete? Oh, wow, that's a nice. Oh, I've got this jumper there. on actually. I think it's uh, yeah, it's quite a decent. Is, one, that, is that a wipeout? Is it? I think it's good. I think it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, yeah that's oh, nice. no, Grant. Grant. Oh, Grant's yeah. got a nice. Uh, I have coin, which I have no idea which game it's from. Anyone that's watching <laughs> that has any idea? All I know is that says Kappa, which means frog, and I have this looks like a place in Japan, but this still doesn't help me find out what this game is. There's a lots of games with frogs and lots of games with a reference to Kappa, which means frog. And I still have nice. none of that. I mean, Kappa's technically mentioned in Yakuza. I'm happy for it to be a Yakuza top, but I don't know if it is. No idea. <laughs> if you can help out our good friend Graham with uh, letting him know what he's purchased, because we all picked up a blind bag recently, which 
Uh, they do every so often, which uh, it varies in price, but it goes from like a fiver up to about 15 quid and you get a random item in the post of yeah. your size of uh, choosing. And we all got different bits and pieces. Mine's in the wash at the minute, but I've got a nice yeah. T-shirt from Monster Hunter. I think Pete got that jumper and Greg got the, the random yeah. T-shirt, which is not sure. Where oh, I've got a, a Tails one uh, as well as... Uh... Yeah. yeah, got my Jigglypuff t-shirt, yeah. yeah so it's all good stuff. Although one thing I won't recommend, make sure that you go the size above because I've recently gone down to a double XL size. I ordered the triple uh, XL just to be safe and it's quite tight. So <laughs> make sure you yeah, go the size of what you usually Triple XL for life. Triple XL exactly. for life. But yeah, exactly. so you go go, uh, go check them out. We've, we've extolled their virtues. They've got lots of great stuff on there, yeah. including some nice new Gears of War stuff, which are... It is quality made as well. Point. It is yeah, quality as well, to be fair. And you can also yeah. use our code Xbox Tavern twenty three for five pounds off orders over fifty pounds. Uh, and if you're spending any less than fifty pounds, you're doing it wrong because they've got too much stuff as it is. Um, <clears throat> yeah, go on there, check it out. Uh, insert coinclothing.com Xbox Tavern twenty three for five pound off over fifty pounds. Thank you very much, Insert Coin. Um, we'll One I was I definitely made sure that I didn't say fucker because I didn't want to go around with a top name <laughs> frog fucker on it. <laughs> oh, I I'm, I'm not really sure where to go from that one, so let's move exactly. on to the other. <laughs> let's go to speaking of spend, spending money. You can go to patreon.com slash Xbox Tavern where you can support us and our podcast and our website, which we do. Uh, £2 a month, I think, is the lowest tier at the minute. Um, you get a, a Xbox Tavern After Dark, which we record every Sunday after the podcast, where we talk about things other than gaming. Well, generally, other than gaming, like Nintendo games, perhaps PlayStation, wrestling, sometimes sports, not very often sports. I don't think we've had sports just yet. I'm sure we will. Um, and various other bits and pieces where we just shoot the shit and get a bit more uh, loose and crazy with it. So if you want to go over there, patreon.com slash Xbox Tavern. Uh, you can also find us on Apple Podcasts. It'd be great if you rate and review us and we shall read it out on the show uh, as well as Spotify Podcasts and wherever else podcasts can be found. And you can find all of our written stuff at xboxtavern.com, which is the website that this podcast is accompanying to. And uh, we've got lots of reviews, which I'll uh, put up later on, or I'll read out later on for you, so you can know what we've put up this week. Uh, you can find us on various socials, Twitter, Discord, bloody TikTok, all that sort of wonderful stuff. Uh, Discord link in the show notes. If you want to come and join the guest again uh, competition we've got going on that Graham's still being a massive chicken and not taking part in. Um, <laughs> we're, do we're doing pretty well. We've had some some good some good ones, some good twos, and uh, a few misses. But yeah, we're doing really well with that. So come yeah. join along. As well as other games, embarrass us because he knows we'll get it first. Well, time that's, that's, time he's either going to be us. really fucking good at it or really shit, no. it, and I can't decide <laughs> why he's not why he's not taking part. I've been more middling to shit. <laughs> I have done it every now and then. I just haven't. I mean, to be fair, today's I was today's was like I the first three pictures. I'm like, how was that supposed to be linked to that game? And then I was like, picture four. I was like, well, it's got to be that one, surely. Yeah. So if you're not <laughs> again, if you're not sure, guess the dot game. Go play it every day. Like word, or we get one challenge a day. You get to play it, and it's I, I think it's fucking brilliant. I love it. Uh, I, I, I'd like to have like more than one challenge a day, but obviously then that would perhaps get a bit overkill. But we don't need to get that. Join us on Discord, and then that's about it for the pluggles. Let's move on to all of our rest of the show shall we yeah nice let's do it let's do it indeed we got a question i do believe special guest pete is coming good again with a, with a question is he yeah i did it about five minutes when we started so feel free to <laughs> stay if you want to do it or not uh, we can ask quickly if you like so obviously we've got e3 coming up we've got the whatever export showcase they're going to do we've got capcom showcase next week we've got state of plays we've got nintendo directs all sorts of great stuff 
Um, but he wants to know, are pre-release hype trains a thing of the past? So obviously, way back in the day, we'd have years of build-up for big games and we'd have trailer after trailer and events and all that stuff. And obviously, COVID kind of put a bit of a spanner in the works with that. But we're sort of starting to get back to things like that. But Pete, what do you think? What's your opinion? Do you think we've, we've sort of moved past the big budget, super long hype trains? We've just gone for more shorter ones now? Or do you think we're still rolling on all? I mean, games are obviously announced you know, way too far in advance, but hmm. it just feels like before it was like, yeah, pre-order, 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 get this, get that, pre-order, pre-order it, you know, this. Maybe it's because we're obviously all, dig- it's all more digital now than it was hmm. physical back in the day, but it just feels like, you know, a game, obviously Hi-Fi Rush was obviously an anomaly, right? But games like Atomic Heart, which we'll get to in a minute, hmm. um, a game that looks that good, you kind of think, why didn't they hype it? You know, and was it that Woe, wo- sorry, Woe Long, was it? Like a game like that that's meant to be, uh, is it from software? Is it again one of those kind of games? Like it didn't get any hype. I certainly never heard of it before it suddenly got released onto Game Pass. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to get your two take on it, really, because it just seems like games are like I felt for at least the last year, maybe even two, that I'm like, what games am I looking forward to this year? Don't know. Apart from the yearly yeah. releases like F1 and FIFA and all that, it's like what else is there to look forward to that's been hyped up to get my interest? It's almost as companies are like, there you go. There's uh, we've got um, Avengers coming out in a couple of years. There you go. And it's like, okay, there. yeah. I, I think you know. I think part of the problem is there's so many fucking games coming now mm. that even if you get like Resident Evil Four, for example, I'm going to come back to that. I know you're going to be sick of it by the end of the end of the month, but. <laughs> They've had sort of sporadic showcases, but they showed like a five-minute trailer and a little bit of gameplay here and there. Um, and that's sort of, I think, as it used to be, where they drip feed it over, say, six months, like a trailer a month or a trailer every six weeks or something. Whereas something like Wolong, like you said, they had a big thing with IGN for a month where they did their IGN first. <clears throat> and it's sort of got a bit of word of mouth, but it's not really been like, like you said, like trailer and massive billboards <laughs> everywhere and... Uh, you know, hyping up massively. I, I mean, it's still been hyped, but not massively. Um, whereas you then you've got the complete opposite end where you've got Elder Scrolls 6, where they announced what about four years ago and they've never showed a single thing about it other than that very tiny clip, um, which mm-hmm. wasn't even like a game, it was just like a scene setting thing. And we probably won't see anything for that for probably another four years at this rate. Uh, so yeah i think because because there's so many it's just difficult to keep track of everything that's going on and some games as much as they might try and pump them up there's stuff we're not interested in like we're along again for example not our sort of cup of tea so it's easy to get distracted by the stuff that is our cup of tea like presently were four for example and pay attention to that and not see all the other stuff going on over there Whereas before there were so few games, even if you weren't interested, that you were still bombarded with adverts and trailers. Well, that's, and that's just the thing, isn't it? Like a game like Woe Long, like even if you weren't, it wasn't your cup of tea. If they showed you certain aspects, that, well, actually, it might. That's what it's for, right? It's meant to pull you in to play it. and I forgot that it was come. I didn't even notice it until it was like until uh, yesterday. I think it was exactly. Like, oh, that's out. Oh damn! Yeah, I need to get that installed. Yeah. So yeah, I was actually looking forward to that one. That's that's in my sort of wheelhouse. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. So it's out now on Game Pass as well, which we're, we're again we'll read the list later on. Um, but yeah, I think uh, to summarise again, there's it's just there's too much. We need to cut it colder releases a bit. Just have one or two games a year. That's fine. Nobody needs any more than that. Just just one or two releases. Just release first thing before, then hmm. five, maybe not five, and we we'll go back to one again. 
<laughs> keep Graham happy. But you mentioned a game while we were having that quick chat discussion, a game called Atomic Heartbeat. Yep. Which is, if you're not familiar, our Project Game Pass game for the month. What is Project Game Pass? Let me tell you all about it. It's where we pick a game from Game Pass, play it for an entire month, we discuss it, we give it a quick unofficial Xbox Tavern, Xbox Tavern rating, and then we move on and pick another game. This month is indeed Atomic Heart. So, especially because Pete, I don't believe we've spoke to you about it yet, so do you want to jump in first and tell us your thoughts and opinions on it? Um... Yeah, I mean, I was a bit worried about jumping in because I heard you two, well, saw you two guys talking about this yellow pole. You've got to try and climb up. <laughs> um, but, you know, it, it was one of those games. It, it, like, my first impression, I looked at it as, a, uh, it's just another gimmicky FPS. Here we go. That's um, why I couldn't get into Deathloop. It was just too many things. I was like, oh, whatever. Um, and this one, it, I thought, you know, it's Project Game Pass. I downloaded it. I'll give it a go. Um, and I think... I don't know if you mentioned this, you mentioned this last week, possibly, but just the first hour is just, come on, get on with it. Yes, you've crafted this beautiful world and this beautiful scene these robots, but can I just please get to the gameplay, you know? Yeah. Um, I almost had to turn it off because I was just getting so kind of bored of it. Um, and then obviously it starts and I was a bit like, oh, yeah, it's okay. I'm, you know, I played it for a, you know, another couple of, well, for half an hour after that. And then... Um, once I turned it off, I had that feeling of, oh, do you know what? I want to go back to it again. Um, got back to it this morning. Um, I don't know if it's because the kids are around and I couldn't really focus it properly. But again, I was just, haven't been impressed, if I'm being honest. Um, hang on, I wrote, I wrote a couple of notes down. Yeah, Ooh, here we go. Notes. So, yeah, I wrote some notes down so I remember what I want to talk about. So there's the, uh, the unnecessary horny upgrade robot. Um, it was funny once, but I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, that, that sexy fridge doesn't get any more exciting the more times you meet it. Yeah, I've met her twice now. And the first time I was like, okay, it's funny for the first minute, but I'm like, oh, she's going to keep going. She's going to keep, she's keep going. She's going. She's keep, oh, I was like, oh my God. Um, other thing is the fact that I'm sure you'll be, you'll like this better fact, Graham, is that the fact you can't hide. So stealth elements kind of aren't really a thing. So I, there was this robot patrolling up and down. And I hid behind a you know, trash can or something that was there. And all of a sudden I heard the music start. And I was like, that's the battle music. Oh, shit, he's there. I was like, right. So he see me behind cover. And it happened two or three times. I'm like, well, they've introduced this sneak mechanic. But I can't seem to use it because you can't hide behind anything. So, uh, yeah, there was that. Um, the one thing I do find a bit random as well is this kind of like unwarranted aggression towards his glove. I'm like, where's this aggression come from? Why, why do you have to... If you don't want it, just take it off. Like, stop stop calling it names. And it's just like, <laughs> it's almost like they tried to, well, it's obviously probably coincidental. Obviously, you had the game, is it High on Life with the talking guns? And now you've got this talking glove. But it's like, I can understand the hate towards the guns because the voice was like, I'm like, the, the glove's done nothing. He's actually just trying to help you. Like, he tell you about these abilities. And, do, and I'm just like, yeah, this guy's just being a dick towards this glove. Um... <laughs> The one thing I, I think that was done from. purposely. I think that's more to build a similar dynamic to what you get in like Portal, like that kind of thing. You kind mm -hmm. of you have that banter between them two, and that's kind of what they were aiming for. I think a storyline yeah. that sort of yeah, fills the no, gap with that kind of banter. But there's no um, backstory to it. There's no kind of like why is he being aggressive towards it? Unless you know, I haven't got to that point yet where he has a long, long 
secret hatred towards it, gloves or whatever. I think it's I more just it, it assumes that you don't know what you're doing, so it's just constantly treating you like a moron. And mm. he knows that it's kind of he has to use it because obviously I don't know if it's his um, lead or whatever, the professor or whatever, he's the one who designed it for him. And so he was like, you know, you have to trial it out. And so he's doing this as a favor as part of his mission. And yeah. it's just something he has to put up with because that's his job. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I noted down was the kind of the, the random electric shock that comes out of nowhere. I do remember upgrading it first, but I was like, oh, I pressed wax. And I was like, oh, my God, I've got electric hands. I was like, what's that about? <laughs> I think you got that Obviously, from the fridge, uh, the sexy fridge. Yeah, yeah I know. I, I kind of, I think that's why I forgot about it because I was too focused on the fridge. Um, no, well, Ross brought it even more to the fact that you have a shotgun and you don't even know you have a shotgun. I, I, I didn't find that issue to be honest. As soon as I picked it up, I was like, oh, I've got a shotgun. Um, but I would say the most fun is dismembering the bodies. You know, it sounds a bit morbid, maybe, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just going around the act- just the ones oh, lying around. Yeah. There's a hanging, there's a hanging body. <laughs> yeah. Chop his leg off, yeah, chop his head off, you know, it was, I'm like, hey, Harry, oh, Jay's gone. <laughs> no, he said two minutes, he'll be back in a second. Oh, second. okay, sorry. Um, I was like, oh, hey, Harry, have you, I said, have you, I said, I said to him, I was like, like um, have you ever seen what happens when you, uh, if you're not with an accident, no, and I was like, oh, his head come off. <laughs> oh, but it's not, it's not too bad. That, that, I think that bit's fun. Um, but yeah, like you said, yeah, uh, it's not i don't know if i want to go back to it but i might do once you know there's no kids around just to try and focus on it um what about yourself gray uh I'll, i'm giving it or oh, i've given it a bit longer i've given it another couple of hours playing through um and yeah it's just it's, i mean it just seems to be an amalgamation of other games that's what i said i was getting portal fields of the the, the rapport between the, the Glovers are saying uh, are getting Bioshock vibes, which with the powers that you're getting and the, even the weaponry you're using and the fact you can't kind of hide that kind of thing. It, it feels very Bioshock <laughs> the way that plays through. Um, the the yeah the yellow pipe thing was just a bit further in the game. It was just so I got to that bit. I got to that bit. The but you were kind of going around the the carts, right? Or the, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, did, I did that first time. I don't understand why people were you were having an issue with the yellow pipe. It wasn't. I was well. I did initially just because the angle you have to get to to jump onto the platform was so unnecessarily clunky <laughs> that it just became annoying. Because after I got past that bit, and like you, you obviously got the super worm that drills through the walls and stuff. That didn't kill me. But once I got a bit further on. Um, the car fell on my head and killed me first time. So I noticed that to be wary of the car. And then once he came out of the car, I was looking through the bars and then something killed me from behind. I didn't realize there's a blooming black ninja robot behind me chopping me up. <laughs> and then for the next three times, he kept whooping me. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's why it took me so many times because you couldn't just come back to that bit. You had to climb up the pipe every single time you died to reach through that bit. And it got clunkier the more times I did it. Just like that video. <laughs> yeah. That, that's yeah. jittery. Oh, no. yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a slow. Uh, sorry, uh, yeah. my computer just decided to shit the bed, so I had to restart it. Carry yeah, on. It just Carry a, on. If, if the platforming doesn't work so well, just don't include it. It doesn't need it to be in there. Make it be a bit more automated so we don't have to suffer that. <laughs> it wasn't even, like, tricky. It was just more the fact that, it was awkwardly camera angled and kept unnecessarily climbing round the pipe 
instead of looking. And it was just just became an annoyance. But yeah, after so many times, that's what just drove me nuts. Um, the bits that I didn't like too much, I don't mind the sort of annoying fridge upgrade mechanic because that's just part of the, the gimmick of it and it's somewhat amusing. But it's just the lots of different pits you have to collect to do crafting and upgrading. I'm not sure that's too fun. I mean, I like the the one hand pick up everything in sight when you're wafting around. That's quite cool. I like that. Yeah. I think I mentioned that last week as well. That that's quite cool. But um, yeah, it's it got trickier. I mean, once the enemies, as Ross said, they start grouping on you, then it becomes a bit more of a challenge. And yeah, you kind of have to revert back to melee because your shotgun doesn't have enough bullets to try and take out multiple enemies. Yeah, I, I had to use a shotgun, to be honest. I was always axing people. Wow. Well, when it's sort of 1v1s, the shotguns are definitely the best thing to use. But yeah, multiple enemies, then definitely the, the axe beats. But yeah, I, I, I kind of dig it. it. It does give me sort of massive sort of Bioshock feels. And it just, yeah, reminds me of that. So I just wanted to get a bit further in, unlock a few more kind of powers and then see where it kind of goes from there. But yeah, yourself, Jay, I'm all right you, with it. Yeah. Did you play much this week, Jay? Were you dismembering any of the bodies? I got <laughs> to, yeah, to every single one because I'm just going to play in Dead Space. <laughs> so I was like, I've got to chop them all up. They're going to come back. I was like, no, I don't need, I don't need to anymore. Um, I, where, how far have I gotten in? Not much further than the Yellow Pipe of Doom. Um <laughs> Uh, yeah, maybe an hour and a half, two hours. I'm not really sure. Oh. And I, I, I hate it. <laughs> I cannot stand it. <laughs> there's one uh, thing actually I forgot to mention. Sorry to interrupt you, Jay. Legal. There's there's a lot of climbable environments that you can't climb up, and I'm like, I should be able to climb on that. Why can't I climb on that? There's like an invisible wall for you climbing on these things. So yeah. Continue. It's. Uh, I think it's the same problem I have with this as I have with Dead Island. Uh, not Dead Island. Well, Dead Island, yeah, but Dead... Um, oh, fuck. What's the one we played together? Dying Light. Um, where it the, it, it... the the feel of like the first-person melee combat and the guns, just it doesn't feel right at all. I don't like it at all. It just feels... The, the guns feel too floaty, and the combat feels too weak. And I just, no matter what method of attack I use, I hate it. The movement feels awful. The parkourness, even beyond the yellow pipe, is awful. Um, <laughs> it looks very pretty. You can't sprint, can you? The sprints automatically, I think. Yeah. Which I, which not I am a fast, fan of. Yeah. Not very fast, but I am a fan of that because you know, the amount of times you're playing a game, you're just sprinting everywhere. You might as well just leave it as default way to sprint. Um, but yeah, I don't like the game feel. I don't like the story. I don't like the fucking. The, like the over crazy sexy robot vending machine <laughs> thing. I don't really care about that so much, but it, like you, like one of you said, sorry, I, I was trying to get my computer back up and running. The joke wears thin after about the first 10 seconds. And I was just, just fucking get out, get over and done with. The guy's a cunt. His hands are cunt. I just, <laughs> I cannot stand any of it. And uh, uh, like I said, it looks pretty. And it did give me slight Bioshock vibes. And the, the opening was quite good where you're walking around and it, all the different things are talking and that. But there was one set of characters that walked past and they were taking a picture outside some sort of monument. And I stood there and watched them and I listened to what they were saying and they were doing like poses and stuff. And then instantly they just started again and went through exactly the same animation and the conversation over and over again. So, well, that kind of breaks it a little bit because now it's literally just like you're going through like a theme, a theme park ride rather than yeah. like a living, breathing place or whatever. You, and... So would you prefer they just kind of stood there and 
stop talking or well, yeah, I, I mean seen... they, they could have just walked off and gone somewhere else no, that's or, true. Yeah. like you said stopped and like like pretend talking like gone quiet like they're doing yeah, yeah. and stuff but they literally just had exactly the same conversation again um and yeah i, I just it, it, it like i said it feels like dying light to me in that it just doesn't feel very fun to play it and uh, i'm going to play some more for the sake of project game pass but Every time I not think about going back it. to it, I'm like, I'm just going to play something else. I can't, I, I do not like it at all. Um, and I, I hope the I, I had hoped the powers you'd get would be worthwhile, but I unlocked one yeah. of them called the shock. Oh, what the, the fuck shock. is it called? Well, you get the shock one anyway, but then That's I, I picked the um, yeah, I mean, it's fucking useless. And then I picked the one because you know me, I love a bit of fire. I picked mm. the one that said you could set people on fire with it. Like, yeah, do that. And <laughs> of course, you, yeah. you, you like fire out a load of gel onto them, and then you're supposed to be able to spark oh, it yeah, with lightning one. or with flames or with ice or something. But does it do anything? Does it fuck? I haven't been able to <laughs> use it to actually hurt anyone at all. It just covers them in shit, and then they still kick my ass. Um, and then I like the frost one, which is almost useless as well. And yeah, I, I, I'm not digging it at all. I just not not for me. Not for me. I will play some more, but it's really not up my uh, up my street. Yeah, which is a game. It, uh, again, this is where I came back to games that just have no had no hype, right? Um, felt like it probably needed a bit of hype, um, mm. but I mean the the world it's created, like it's you look at it and you think, bloody hell, this looks so good. Just mm. like everything and the backstory seems alright, and it's like, but so far the gameplay is kind of letting it down a bit. Yeah, it is entirely the gameplay. If it had slightly better shooting mechanics, I probably would be more enjoying it more, but it just doesn't feel fun to play. At least Bioshock had actually really good guns and powers and stuff, whereas this just feels off in some manner. Yeah, I can't really it might be better out. without guns, just upgrade your melee weapons, you know, if you're yeah. against... I mean, obviously, maybe more into the game, obviously, I've, I've seen the weapons you can craft, maybe, you know, there are harder enemies, but right, right now while we're fighting these kind of robots, it's like, well, an axe is all you kind of need, really. Like I said to Graham, like, I've yeah. hardly used my shotgun. Yeah. I've used it once just to go, okay, it goes down in two shots, but yeah, my axe can take it down in three. You see, <laughs> you <Yeah>. know? <laughs> yeah, I, I, um, yeah, just not, not digging it. And like you said, which one of you said that they spot you from, oh, Pete, I think it was, yeah. that you're trying to stealth and they just suddenly spot you and they're like, where the fuck did you come from? And then they're like yeah. ninjaing across the, the yeah. arena, fucking they, they doing fast. their little special attacks. Like, where the yeah. fuck did you? Yeah, because like I said, like, what's the point of having stealth mechanics or the sneak button if you can't actually sneak like <laughs> yeah so yeah not Very digging up. it at all i know ross was enjoying it a bit more but our review from it for james went up and he gave it a 5.4 i think mm. um, and he, he was not a big escape. fan of it either yeah kind of yeah i had about a, i think i put a six down i think just as a kind of precursor for now yeah I'd, I'd, obviously I'd, we're I'd still think... quite early in the game so yeah we'll, we'll play some more for the rest of the month obviously and we'll we'll give a, a proper podcast verdict later on um but yeah for now but uh, not every chance i get time to play it i'm like I, I can think of 10 million other games i'd rather play right now so i'm just <laughs> going to go play one of them instead, including fortnite um but yeah so we'll, we'll play some more russell back back next week hopefully uh and so will Ian get their proper verdicts as well but let's move on to other games we've been playing, shall we, gentlemen? And let's go to, because I've got the trailer ready, Graham, let's go to you and this game called Merge and Blade. Yeah. Um, I just have a habit of doing these things. Um, it's just, you see some new stuff coming to Game Pass, sort of like quick wins kind of games. Mm. And I just take a look at it. It's like, uh, that looks kind of interesting. I'll see how this kind of plays out. 
And it's almost essentially like a, a mobile game that's just got transferred to console, but the way it kind of plaques, it's uh, not semi-castle defense, semi-kind of stacking. Like you see they stack, and then just... if you get three or four of a okay, kind, yeah. they kind of merge into them. And then if you get three of the next one up, they merge into another one. And then you can see on the side you've got upgrades as well. And then after you've got so many turns, and then you have to fight sort of the enemies. And then depending on if they last or survive, then you see how they aligned. They come yeah. back aligned that way. And you can only swap their positions so many times. And sometimes you want to swap them in a position. So when they come back, they merge into the next um, per person in the chain. So they're a bit stronger. Okay. And it, it's just, yeah, that's the only way they can progress up to the level. And there's this different unlock. So you get more turns, you get more people to sort of uh, combine, or you can have more swaps when they're in the battle. And it's relatively kind of simple. Um, but yeah, it's just a bit of fun. There's just a tiny bit of Tetris, tiny bit of um, castle battling kind of thing, and yeah, it's just a, a neat little time killer kind of thing. Whilst you you have a few minutes, rather than sort of, you just need these kind of games to sort of fill in the gaps between, you know, some of those games like Atomic Heart. You can't just mm. dip in for like 15 minutes and dip back out because you're just not yeah. going to get anywhere. Yeah. Whereas a game like this, sort of, you can sort of complete a couple of levels in like fifteen minutes and then leave it on, quick resume, and just join it back later because there's no massive server you have to wait on or save things or times ticking. It's just just a quick win kind of game, yeah. and yeah, a little bit novel. It's not too taxing, but yeah, I thought it was not bad. A little bit of fun for a quick win. Is this a new one to Game Pass? In? relatively new yeah i think it's about a week or two weeks old of that so i did the same with uh i think it was floppy nights the week or two ago as yeah. well so i just switched between those kind of ones it's just something to jump into for sort of 10 15 minutes on. so when you need a, a time filler you don't have enough time to sort of dive into a deep game <laughs> is it yeah. uh something something for cloud gaming at all or yeah yeah i would have thought so it's just something you, you can pick up and play i mean you must have those kind of moments where you can't just dive into a deep game and you only have sort of 20 minutes to spare all the time all the time that was what like vampire survivors was so good for. yeah exactly it's games quick like go that. that see how you get on so that's why i just have a peek at those and sometimes as you say you might find a, a diamond in the rough with game pass with these ones that as pete say go under the radar all the time with no hype you say mm, that's just come in what does that look like? Sometimes you just check the screenshots and trailers and think, yeah, that ain't for me. And sometimes yeah. you go, mm, I'll have a look. And it was just one of those. I just had a bit of a longer look. Nice. Nice. That's what we like to see. You know, again, the power of Game Pass, as we as we and many other people always say, you know, give it a go, especially with cloud gaming. You can just give it a trick. I don't have to install it half the time. No, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Tried... Well, it's less than like a gig big. I think it's hmm. a couple of hundred megs. So it wouldn't even take that long to install. Nice. nice. Well, speaking of things that aren't very big and probably are a bit if you tended to fly a little bit under the radar, Pete, I'm going to go to you now. And I want you to tell me all about this little game I'm going to start playing a trailer for. Okay, so this game, uh, I know someone in the regular moments podcast loves this game. Uh, yeah, it's been, it's been described by many as um, being that. really loud. Uh, <laughs> yeah, a lot of people consider this, you know, one of the best games of all time. Um, you know, never have never played it myself. You know, I always refer to it as you know the poor man's Dragon Age. Um, 
<laughs> haven't now played it for you know a couple of weeks. I don't have much gaming time this week, but um, I've given it a good chunk. And um, I have to say, I was wrong. It's definitely not a poor man's Dragon Age. I think if I was to name it now, it would definitely be Dodge and Roll Simulator. Um, <laughs> You're just getting the digs into Ross while he's at home. Yeah. But honestly, I, I'm, a, I'm I've got Joe Geralt to level eight now, and I'm I was going to say, we should probably say the name is Witcher Three, by the way. <laughs> oh yeah, it's great. The Witcher Three Dodge and Roll Simulator. Um, I thought the old audience, audience would know. Um, oh, yeah. Sorry for the people that aren't watching and they're actually listening. Yeah, is I am talking about The Witcher 3. Um, yeah, and honestly, I just I'm still waiting for it to get good. Like Oh, that's a controversial statement. That there's, is there's a, yeah. there's a few things into it that are really kind of annoying me. Like Gerald's voice is annoying, right? The little um, gravelly voice piece trick. Yeah, but it's like uh, okay. Um you wait to meet um, the other guy, uh, one of the annoying other witches. Like he's got like an American twang to his accent. I yeah, his I've name. met a bald guy that I saved um, accidentally, but there was the combat is just so. Yeah, cool. I tell you, the combat is hard. The first common levels it, until you sort of really build up all your. I can't remember the name, the the magic that you kind of use. Yeah, um, like you use the. Yeah, the whatever they're called, but the signs, the signs, yeah, the signs but, and the potions but, until you sort of make good use of the combos on there. Then, yeah, yeah, but even then, it's like, yeah, I quite like using the fire igni and all that kind of stuff, of but it's um, because setting things on fire is always fun, <laughs> but the potions, it's like, there's no need for it, like, what's the point? Um, another thing that annoys me is the fact that it has your, your gear and um item weapons have durability and i'm like in a big open world game like this it doesn't need that especially when gold money coins are quite hard to come across mm. it's just really did it need that you know you're in the middle of a fight and all of a sudden you see this oh my sword's gone red oh great now i've got to try and well the thing is as well in a game thing that about the durability that annoys me is the fact that it encourages you to not fast travel mm. however if you go if you try and go from a to b inevitably you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna lose so much durability of the items so it's like well what do you want you know um but yeah it's i've been unimpressed so far i'm gonna keep going like i did with fallout 4 and see if i get rewarded but honestly i just I mean, even the story, you know, I've got quite, I'm saying I've got quite far, you know, I've, I've met, you know, spoilers, you know, if anyone hasn't played a 10 year old game, um, you know, I met, I, obviously the big whole thing at first, they made a big song of the opening credits, the opening scenes, like a big song of dance about finding Yennefer. I'm like, cool, right. We're on a trek. We're on a quest to find Yennefer. Cool. Here we go. And then like the first, one of the first things you do is find them like, okay, so where's it going to go? Right. So this, uh, this prince here, he wants to, he wants you to find his daughter. Really? It's like, it's like mm. <laughs> yeah, cool. I took the griffin down only because he had some information. I mean, yeah, okay, I'll kill that legendary beast for you if you give me, tell me where this person is. And I bet you don't even know where she is. Um, so, yeah, um, not attack. overly impressed. Not overly impressed. Um, it ha Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I do. I will say that obviously it does look really good. I enjoy the cutscenes, apart from Geralt's voice. I do like that. Even like the side quests, yeah. the little side quests have their own little cutscenes. Yeah. I really appreciate the work that's good. gone into that. I do love that. Um, I do love that you can be pretty much a paragon or a renegade witcher yeah. by set of demand and pain or whatever. I do like that aspect of it and all that kind of thing. And the, the NPCs, I mean, I've been spat out. I've been spat out about twenty million times by now. Um, yeah. <laughs> and you know, there is a bit of continuity of game where I think I think one of the first pubs or taverns I went into, um, instead of beating the guys up, I bought them a round of drinks. And then I think when I got to this the Baron's Castle or whatever, then they said, "Oh, I remember you? You bought us a drink." And I was like, "Okay, so there is some kind of reward for doing things like that." Because it, it will mm. make you maybe want to go back a second time and go, right, what happens if I actually do beat them up this time? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, that's when I waffle on too much more. It, it, I am unimpressed, but I'm going to stick with it a bit more, see how it goes. Yeah, I can already, I can, I don't know if you can hear that, Greg. You can, some Scottish Highlands yeah. here somewhere. Just, ah, well, just I was hoping he would be here around. tonight to try and defend it, you know, yeah. but he's not, so I can just. Dipping no. at what I like. <laughs> well, if he wasn't blowing his ass out before, he definitely is now. Yeah, I was going to say, I can, I can hear him raging. I'm waiting for the phone to stop blowing up. You fucking... Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to try and defend it. I did enjoy it. I, I, I don't see... A lot of people say it's, like you said, like the greatest game of all time. I don't quite see that, but I do... I do think it's very impressive and I did enjoy my time a bit eventually. I think me and Grey agree. Like the opening yeah. bit, up until the, the Griffin that was real slow and awkward and painful, but mm. once you got past that, yeah, she sort of opened up quite a bit and it was uh it was decent. But yeah, I hope oh, yeah. you stick with it. Cool. The other thing I was gonna mention, sorry, is that I think the first bit you're in it says, Oh, I recommend it for level five. I'm like, cool, right. So level five, cool, sweet. But then I'm running into level 13, 14 mobs, and I'm like, well, obviously this isn't recommended for level five. <laughs> so sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> hopefully not. you get up to level level 13, 14, and you can Yeah, uh, I'm about level eight or nine now. Level. So yeah. Good. Yeah. Persist. It is good. Yeah. I will. It, you know, it's got, it's definitely a good game. It. It's well yeah. worth uh, well worth playing. And like like you were saying, like there's lots of incidental like side missions and dialogue choices and options that you can that will affect things later on that, that sort of come back and it's it's very impressively done and well worth at least a single play for i wouldn't i wouldn't probably wouldn't play it ever again but it was worth no. it go through once <laughs> um right i'm going to do a quick uh, a bit about a game called scars above i'd sort of tease it last week on the old puddle yeah. um we i managed to get it quite early and, and, and sort of check it out for review uh, this is a third person action adventures which initially sort of presents itself as a bit of a soul style game so quite hard lots of like brutal encounters of enemies that kill you quite quickly but it sort of eases up quite early on to a point where it's not necessarily as brutal as dark souls demon souls all that sort of stuff but it still gives you a good challenge anyway um it's it's based upon as you if you're watching the trailer now that big object there is the metahedron it's appeared above earth these guys called the scars go to investigate it trying to make contact with an alien species and they get transported to, to some far-flung planet where they're separated and the only person left standing is the girl you play is named kate and she's got to find the people and try and rescue them and figure out what the fuck's going on uh typical sort of fairly standard sci-fi sort of stuff um, but it's the gameplay that sort of won me over where, although, it, like I said, initially it's really hard. You're getting beat down really quickly because you've only got a crappy little like electric stun button to try and fight all these creatures off. 
very quickly you get given the gun which has four different fire modes so it has ice water electricity and a bit of fire yes yep. um and you gradually unlock them throughout the game and <laughs> it sort of changes forms to fire things differently and what i really enjoyed was you can combine the elements so if an enemy's standing in water for example you can fire electric shoot them with electricity and it will spread out the attack to hit enemies around them as well as deal extra damage or you can freeze them and do the same thing with with the electric attacks like that or you can fight cover them with the acid or the uh, poison stuff and then set them on fire which will then ex make it explode and sort of give again like a big area of effect damage and all the enemies have different weak points which are uh, um weak to different the different elements of the guns and yeah. I, I enjoyed that part of it and it, there was a, quite a few boss battles throughout which were quite tough which took um sort of key with that so the first boss he's got a massive glowing bit in his chest which is weak to the fire thing but he's always defending it so you've got to use the electricity and Something the ice to, to try and sort of deflect him so he's sort of frozen in a position where his chest is exposed and then you can use the fire ones to hit him with it um, and that was really hard that first fight it, like i said it got a lot easier as i got further on um and yeah it's, it's really enjoyable it, the, the souls element sticks through it where if you get to a save point you sort of replenish you get your health back you get ammo back but so all the enemies respawn as well so it can be a bit tricky if you're trying to you know backtrack a bit and you're like oh, i've already cleared all these fucking bastards out and now they're back again but generally yeah. you're always moving forward anyway so it's not too much of a problem um, it's quite short. It took me about five hours to get through, uh, five maybe six hours. Um, but what's there is is enjoyable. My, uh, uh, sort of, it's sort of like the opposite of Atomic Heart, where it's trying to do sort of too much and try and be big and grand and look how wonderful we are, but it hasn't quite nailed the the feeling of the the controls and stuff. Whereas this, it doesn't oversell its worth. It doesn't try and be like it's the next big thing. It's just like here's a, a competently made action adventure that you're going to get through in a couple of evenings it's going to give you a bit of a challenge not too much it's going to tell you a bit of a basic story but performed well enough and it's going to give you some fun things to play with like i said the different elemental guns and stuff um and yeah by the time i was finished with it i, I was like thumbs up thumbs up all round. i'm happy with that that was, that was just like the right sort of pace for a couple of evenings mm. just not too hard not too easy enjoyable enough and yeah well worth checking out i would highly recommend it highly recommend it indeed yeah there's a couple of niggles with it i would say where you've got um <laughs> we'll talk about that review in a minute um we got um she got like an upgrade tree and you find xp right. dotted around as well as getting it from killing enemies and bosses and stuff and mm -hmm. without even really trying too hard before i entered the last level of the game or last section of the game I'd maxed out the skill tree and I had about nine points to spare that I couldn't use on anything. And I was okay. waiting for somebody else to come. I was like, there's got to be like an, one, like one final power to unlock. Um, and I beat the end boss and that, uh, oh, that's it. And there's not even like a new game plus or anything. So I can't go back and spend them on somebody else perhaps. Um, so <laughs> yeah, uh, that, extra points. yeah, exactly. I don't quite know. I understand how I, I guess not everybody's going to find everything, but like I said, it wasn't like I was, running around hunting through every single nook and cranny. I was just kind of going through the level and just finding these XP things as, as it was. Um, I did do a few side missions and stuff, but nothing out of the like crazily extravagant yeah. to get so much XP. Um, and some of the things are sort of poorly worded. So 
the crafting system it says it mentions in the, the description and stuff is basically you find an item you press a and it gives you a new item and then you carry on there's no like gathering resources really to to give you new things or better things um you've got powers like uh like you can throw grenades or put a shield on and stuff which use up a certain resource but you're not crafting anything it's just like an energy source um, okay but i mean that's that's that I only mention it because it, it labels, like I said, it says like you got a, a full crafting system to help you survive, but really you're just pressing a button to put a shield on or to throw slow down time or something like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. I, I was very impressed. Uh, a salty was, game that you like, Jay. I know the very first Souls game. I'm, yeah, exactly. Like I said, it's nowhere near as hard as most of the Souls games, but it was enjoyable, and I. I it probably could have done maybe another hour or two if if a push, but I was quite happy with with how it ended up. And yeah, I would highly recommend you go check it out. I think it came out last Tuesday, so yes, it's not been out too long. But I would highly recommend you go and play Scars Above. Mm-hmm. That'd be wonderful, right, gentlemen? I want to get yes. back to one of your other games, but I've lost my list. Graham, what else have you been playing? Um, I've been playing a bit more of Ishin, like a dragon, like a dragon. And- yeah, um, it's still kind of confusing how much it sort of resembles the the first Yakuza game. And before um, I mentioned it last week, it just hit a whole new level when you join this kind of faction, which is called Shinzen Sumi. And basically, it's the same sort of way back in the Yakuza games, you join the Yakuza family. And you become, you get made to be a captain in it because your guy's so kind of badass. And so it's like, okay, so they've even got the same sort of line out of captains and leaders and just a whole part of a whole kind of family again. And so it's just weird how you're just tracking the person that killed your adoptive father. And it's sort of, that's kind of, you have an adoptive father in the Yakuza. And some of the faces that you see, some are from the previous, like a dragon game, and you see him as like that person. Oh, he used to be the head of that mafia. Now he's the one of the captains in this game. It's just weird seeing all the same kind of faces. It just looks like a retelling of the story in the samurai kind of era. Um, and it's got the the same kind of quirkiness is there. So if you sort of you can see some of the serious gritty scenes of killings with swords and stuff in there. Mm. That's what kind of happens. It's a lot of death in this game as well and then suddenly you have a side quest where you have to entertain an author by singing to her so you have a little bit of karaoke in it and then you have to dance with fans in the second section it sort of never ceases to amaze you how it sort of goes from super gritty to super bizarre and light-hearted it sounds it sounds like a good wanted dead <laughs> yeah, well, except for this sort of executes it in the same way Yakuza always does. Um, I have to say that the variety of fighting styles in this game is a bit more fun than what in the it was in the original Yakuza game because you just had different normal brawling fight styles. So you had like fast, technical, and strong, whereas this one you've got just normal hands fighting. Uh, sword fighting, gun fighting, or sword and gun fighting. So you've got a sword and gun at the same time. Mm. So you can do combos where you hit, slice, 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 shoot as part of a finishing combo. So that bit's a bit more interesting to sort of fight it that way. And um, yeah, it, I mean, as a 
a Yakuza game that is still just as fun as the other ones, but it's just story-wise, it still doesn't, I still haven't hit like a fresh part yet. It still feels like a lot of it's been rehashed from sort of the first kind of Yakuza game. So, so for people that haven't played a Yakuza game before, would they be able to jump in and play it straight away, or would you recommend playing yeah. previous Yakuza titles? Not connected to Yakuza at all. Um, other than the same sort of actors used. I mean, the guy that's the main guy in Yakuza is the main guy in this one, but they're not connected in any kind of way. So, yeah, you could easily just jump into this one. It depends on what your kind of preference, a modern-day sort of mafia gangster in Japan or an old-school sort of samurai kind of era. And you get the same kind of experience of sort of quirky side quests, plenty of content, different sort of fine side games and sort of a real sort of detailed story but it just doesn't seem like a new story <laughs> but um like i said i'm sort of in sort of chapter five six now so there's usually that's kind of like the halfway point so this is where usually there's some big twists kind of come into it so hoping i'm get something up to then so that will show me something new and sort of catch me out as they have done in the past ah oh, so yeah hopefully uh it continues because you know you're obviously our resident yakuza man uh, sorry, like oh, yeah. a dragon. Now I'm sorry, I should get the name right. Um, yeah. yeah, this this is the second like a dragon, is it? But it's not connected. <laughs> no, no. I was, I was going to say I was I was getting confused with all these names. <laughs> yeah. So the like a dragon, the, the the new like a dragon that came up, the one before that was the main character was Ichiban in that one, and he's nowhere to be seen. Although he may come up as bloody someone else in this game as as it has done, <laughs> but um. Uh, yeah, um, that one. That's kind of what I expected it was. But what I didn't know is this is kind of a retelling of a of a previous game that's been out before. So that's why it doesn't seem as fresh. But having not played the one before and being new to the Yakuza when I played it before, yeah, it just not fresh enough for me. But for someone jumping straight into it, yeah, it, it's still as great as what Yakuza was. But mm. I just don't feel like I'm playing something new just yet. But like I said, it may all change. Yes, well, there is a new uh, Like a Dragon coming out, and uh, like a Dragon Eight. It's supposed to be a combo with Kiryu and um, Ichiban. That's what I was expecting. Yes, because that's what they're doing from now on. They've gone for gone to Like a Dragon from Yakuza, so sort of carrying on with that. But yeah, hopefully we'll uh, get some new stuff for you, and we'll uh, get your verdict up on XboxTabletop.com very soon. Yeah, about uh, Like a Dragon. Is it Ishin or Inshin? Ishin, isn't it? No, you catch me up. I keep I reading it, was... it and every time I look at it, I'll read it different. Ishin, Ish, Ishin, I think it is. Ishin, yeah. yeah, yeah, cool. Thank you very much. Uh, special guest Pete, have you got any? We talked about Atomic Heart already. Have you got anything else you've been playing you want to mention? Uh, I mean, the only other game I've been playing is F1 Manager. Um, Paul so... Snowden, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it did It did have a free weekend or a free weekend play actually, just over the over Steam over the weekend. So, if anyone did play it that's listening or watching, then please let us know what you thought of it. Yes, nice, nice. And are you still enjoying it? Let's let's uh, have a quick. I am because even though obviously you can't change manage uh, change teams mid season or mid save, you can just set up certain challenges for yourself. You know, um, the one I'm doing now is taking control of the Hass team. It's got like obviously in this game you can build facilities. This team um, starts off the worst facilities, um, but they've got still quite high expectations. So it's you know, every single team takeover has got a different challenge, and that's what I'm doing right now. Especially as my driver uh, really, really likes crashing. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So yeah, shout out Kevin Magnuson. Please stop hitting the wall or other cars. <laughs> <laughs> too easy, wouldn't it? Be too easy. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll talk very quickly about another game that I've been playing for review this week, which I'm not also not enjoying very much. Mm. Uh, let me just get the trailer it's up. It's not been a good week. No, not really. Mm. Apart from my time spent on Fortnite, which has been wonderful. Um, <laughs> it's a game called Remorse, Remorse the List. Let me just add this to the stream. Okay. Um, and it's a horror game, which seems to be pretty much everything I've played this week uh, or this year, I should say, so far. Uh, but it's 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 a very independent style horror game so it's not along the lines of outlast and stuff as much as it sort of might look like it and the idea is you're plunked into this this environment and you've got to find three items i think it's a toy car a doll and so i can't remember what it doesn't really matter um and they're sort of scattered around this little village and you've got to solve the puzzles to get through the gate to get to the area to find the item to solve the puzzle etc etc as you would normally do uh let's get rid of that quickly again where's my mouse gone right and it's Is it's it quite scary? it's actually quite scary i'm not gonna i'm not gonna lie I've, you know when you get like the chills up your back it's, oh. but it's more scary because they they use a lot of cheap tactics it's not jump scares yeah a lot of jump scares so I, for example i went into this building last night when i was playing it and I went through the door and there was an item I needed hanging up in the middle of the room. And there was a, uh, like a pile of boxes behind it. It's like, you know, something's going to jump out of that. No matter like a million times out of a million, it's going to happen. And I walked over and it still jumped out. It still made me jump. It's the only game recently that's made me like shout out loud, fuck off, leave me alone. Um, but what's the scary part really is obviously the jump scare got made me jump. And like the audio, like they give you, you know, like you get like the, um, those shitty web games. Do you remember that game where you're trying to follow the maze and then you get the girl oh. pop up and scream? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that sort of like like really loud, like, ah, audio. Yeah. It's just going to make you jump anyway. But the real scary thing is how shit this character is at aiming and using a weapon. So you get... <laughs> you get start That's a true horror. With, yeah, <laughs> you start off with a pistol. Well, you get a pistol earlier on and a, a, a hammer. Uh, again, much like Atomic Heart. But... He his rate of fire is about one bullet a minute, so you're like trying to fire, and he's like bang, bang. So just <laughs> fucking fire the bullets you can, and then he, he reloads to takes forever. But the enemies are so fast you can't really get away from them, so you're trying to shoot them, but you've also got no way of running away unless you turn around and run. But you can't reload where you're running, and it's just it, the combat is not very good at all. Um, it Ooh. picks up later on. I mean, I must admit, I did cock up a little bit. You know, I like to explore in games. I got a key. The, the door with the key was on my left. I was like, I see what's on the right. I spent like an hour doing all this stuff in this house, struggling to get through it because the gun was so shit and like getting ambushed by like jump scares left, right, and center. <laughs> Finally got through it, got the item I needed, come back, went through the door I should have gone through to start with, right there on the floor, a whacking great Uzi, which would have made things 10 times oh. easier. <laughs> but I'm like a dickhead. I went in the wrong that way. you right. I struggled like a bastard, um, and it made it. It did make it a lot easier once I got Uzi, and then I think I also got a, a, like a Magnum as well. Like not long after that, I really should have gone that way first. But um, could you yeah, have gone back after you got the Uzi though? Yeah, 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 yeah. The whole point of this whole area is you can go back and forth as you want. So right. yeah, I mean, I did cock up a little bit, but the point of the, the point, <laughs> even with the better guns, the combat's still not very good. Um, and like I said, the scares are real cheap, like jump scare tactics type things. 
The puzzles are a bit weird as well. It's like the one I, I was struggling to solve while while using a shitty pistol was there's like clues dotted around and you have to figure out what order the clues go in based on the amount of sides that the shape that they're in is. So, you know, a triangle was three. So that's like the first clue. The square is four sides. So that's the second clue, et cetera, et cetera, like that. Um, but once I've, I've got the clues, I figured out the puzzle. I've got the answer. But then trying to actually put the answer in, you had to like pick a selection of crowns to put in this thing to fill up a jar. Made no sense whatsoever. And it also, there was no logic to... I mean, I had to look up the solution because I was trying all kinds of fucking options and nothing was happening. Yeah. And the, the four crowns that you had to pick, uh, there was no rhyme or reason to why you had to pick them. It was just a case of, like, guess. And I just ha ha happened to not have guessed that combination. Um, uh, it really didn't make any sense, and that sort of annoyed me quite a lot. Hmm. And I'm not holding out much hope because I've got two more bits to find, and I'm not holding out much hope for the rest of the puzzles. Um, but... Yeah, not really enjoying it as much as I'd hoped. I thought it might be a nice little short horror game to get through, but it's more annoying than than scary, really, <laughs> which is it a shame. Happens. Yeah, it does happen, but I will carry on playing this, but it's not very long. I mean, like I said, it's taken me like an hour to get the first bit, I think, and there's an achievement for getting through it in two hours, so it's not going to oh, be okay. a massively long much game. More after that. Um, but yeah, not not massively impressed, but my review will be up this week, um, and we'll go, we'll go from there. Nice. Cool, gentlemen. I think that's all the games we've been playing this week. Unless anyone wants to talk about more Fortnite with me, no, that's fine. Um, I'll, I'll tell you, it's, it's great. Anyway, let's get uh, onto the, the sort of outro of the show. So, before we get to Xbox Tavern After Dark, which you can get on patreoncom Xbox Tavern. Oh, I'm getting better and better at this pluggable plug thing. Right, we're going to do games that come into Game Pass. And uh, I, Pete, special guest Pete, do you want to do the honors? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, so, do it. Uh, games come into Game Pass. So, obviously, the first one on the list is Wolong Fallen Dynasty or Dynasty, however you want to say it. Uh, that was uh, dropped yesterday. So, get done on that's like, if that's your type of game. Uh, we've got Guilty Gear Strive coming on the 7th. And then there's a big gap until MLB The Show, which is coming on the 28th of March. Nice. Yes. Yeah, so we got. I'm sure there's a few other games in there. I must admit, I only very quickly filled that list in earlier on. I'm sure there's a couple of other titles. I did do a Google down. before, and I can't see it. Oh yeah, uh, F1 Formula One 22 came out on the third, so you can play that now via EA Play on uh, with uh, with Ultimate. Um, there's a game called Way to the Woods coming March, but there's no solid date on that yet. Nice. That's all yeah. I could find on Google. Game Pass. Next time. I yeah, I was going to say, if you try Jeeves, he'll give you the answer straight away. Yeah. Um, I'm going to do the quick games that we're leaving, which we've got F1 2020 is off, Kentucky Route Zero, Young Souls, Undertale, pardon me, Guardians of the Galaxy, Paradise Killer, Zero Escape, The Nonary Games, and Goat Simulator, which my kids are very disappointed to hear, but I'm sure Goat Simulator 3 is coming to Game Pass very soon as well, so that will replace it, no doubt. Yeah, I mean, Undertale and Goat Simulator have been on there quite a while now, haven't they? So they've had a good stint. Time, yeah, yeah. Uh, same with Kentucky Route Zero. That's one of the ones. As I think, I feel like we say every time we read something leaving. I've had that installed pretty much since it coming into Game Pass. <laughs> Never even touched it, and now it's leaving. Um, but that's it is what it is, isn't it? Um, but if you're not down with the kids, Gray, if you're not cool like yep. us, and you've got games on Game Pass that you're not even going to touch over the course of like the ten years they're in there, you want to get games with gold, Graham. What can I pick up, please? They can pick up Guts and Goals, which is only going to be available until the 15th of March. And now you can also pick up Truba Brook, which is available until the 31st of March. And Sudden Strike for the Complete Collection 
It's available until the 31st. And coming later on, on March 16th, we've got Lamentum coming up. Nice. So there's some decent games there. Like I said, Guts and Goals really good. Sudden Strike 4 is like a Command and Conquer style thing. Um, I quite enjoyed what I played of that before, but I'm not very good at it, so I, I didn't, <laughs> didn't get very far. Uh, yeah, go check them out. However, I think for now, we're going to go check out and, and play some, and not play, do some Xbox Tavern, X-Pod Tavern After Dark, because that is the end of yet another Xbox Tavern's X-Pod Tavern, episode 110th, which records every Sunday at 8pm. Yeah. Thank, Thank you very much if you made this far. You're a fucking hero. Get ready for more Xbox Tavern chat all about Resident Evil and Fortnite. <gasps> and maybe a few things Graham cares about at some point as well. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, you, can, you can follow us on socials, etc. etc. I'm sure you heard it earlier on if you made it this far. You can find me at the next hand. You can find Graham at Graham Reaper. And you can find Special Guest Pete at Pinnick and Inch. Nice. And we shall see you after the jump if you're on Patreon. If not, we'll see you next week. Goodbye, everybody, and be well. Farewell. Goodbye. Where's my mouse gone? Bye. Bye. <laughs>